This is ZBS in 3D Sound. And who are we and what does ZBS stand for? Um, it's a long story and I'll save it for another time. Or you can just Google ZBS Foundation or ZBS Media or check out zbs.org. I want to play you some things we recorded in binaural sound. And the difference between binaural and stereo, stereo is kind of flat, you know, left and right. Binaural has some depth to it. Ideally, it's similar to the way your ears hear sound, above, below, you know, all around you. Binaural microphones come close, but hardly a perfect 360 degrees, but still it's pretty good. And what's neat about it, there's a certain presence to it, especially when you're outside the studio, out on location where the reflective surfaces help define the space. You have to wear headphones or earbuds. That's really the only way to hear the binaural 3D effect. And right now I'm talking to you on a mono microphone and I'll show you the difference. I'm going to step out into the hallway where my friend Fritz happens to be at the moment and things will sound quite differently. It's pretty uh, live out here. That is reflective and it's winter time and it's really cold too. Um, ideally, for headphones, you would line up his ears with your ears. That is, this is his left ear. Okay, you can hear that okay. And this is his right ear. Okay, and I'll describe him a little more later in the studio where it's warmer. I'm going to go upstairs and see if you can actually hear me physically going up above your head. Um, we'll see. Let's see how that sounds. Well, that wasn't that exciting, but uh, maybe I can play you something that is. I wanted to tell you a little bit about this microphone. It's uh, made by Neumann, KU81 Kunskopf, binaural microphone. And it's actually a full-sized rubber head with perfectly sculptured ears, even has a face and a nose, no mouth, and uh, he looks good with sunglasses and a fedora. He even takes the same size I do. But uh, Neumann is a German company, so that's why they call him Fritz. They built inner ear chambers inside his head, and at the base of the chambers are the two microphones. And it's uh, quite a nice warm sound, and you can even, you know, kind of whisper into his ear. Now I'm back on the mono microphone. I want to play you a couple minutes of a thunderstorm I recorded with Fritz. And the full recording goes on for about an hour, but this is just a couple minutes. I was out in a field with Fritz, and he was mounted on a pole, mic stand, metal of course, and I had an umbrella, also metal, and lightning was flashing all around. 
though it wasn't hitting anywhere near me, at least not at first. And it was making me a little uneasy, but I captured a pretty neat sound. It's not like all around you, not like when I was out there recording it was, but it does have a nice rumbling kind of going over your head effect. And uh, it's really pretty neat. Let me insert something here. MP3 isn't a great way to listen to Fritz. You can't get the sense of space and uh, the presence. In other words, you can't hear as Fritz hears. Uh, CDs are a much better way, but MP3 is practical, and uh, especially for podcasts. I'm going to play an episode from a story. Well, actually, two episodes. It was recorded with Fritz, and the story's called Saratoga Fat Cats. I live near Saratoga Springs. It's in upstate New York. And this was recorded in and around Saratoga. It's uh, all on location, with actors performing in the streets and parks, and coffee shops, cars, pickups in the train station, a hair salon, restaurants, bars, back alleys, in a cemetery, on a carousel, in a cornfield, in a kayak, out on the Hudson, and um, on the 4th of July with fireworks exploding over your head. It begins with Willie, the hero, I suppose you can call him, reading his favorite cheap detective novel. The detective's name is Short Top Detroit, and he's kind of got a dirty mind. Moonlight like a white mist. I could see her soft curves outlined by moonlight. She set a glass down, her lips sparkled wet with moonlight. Willie she let a cigarette the smoke slowly curled out of her mouth and drifted out across the moon. I thought we were meeting at Madeline's this morning. 
My fingers slid down the silky, smooth chiffon, suddenly coming to a halt when they meet the warm flesh exposed by the thigh-high side slit really? of her gown. Really? Put the book down and pick up the dance book. Uh, oh, Annie? You forgot. Well, I, I was, you know, I was pricing on the job. I just got so involved. Get and... off it. You're reading that sorbid, macho, shortstop crap. You mean my hero, Short Top Detroit. Bet you got the book in your hand. He's not sorted. He's just got street class. You and your hard-boiled detectives. Detectives. Hey, listen, I'll be right down. Oh, forget it. I've got to get to work. Yeah, but how about lunch? Where? Her brow was jewel-toned satin with black lace overlay. I, I said where? Uh, Beverly's? All with cleverly angled underwire cups. No, you won't forget. Removable pads that gave her breasts a sensuous Are you reading while I'm talking to you? Huh? No, no, no. I gotta go. See you at 12. Be there. Bye. She stood there in the moonlight. I could see her body outlined. Her lips parted. She moved my hand slowly up between her warm... Yeah, Annie. Hello? Yeah, is this Wilson Saratoga Custom Painting? Yes, it is. Mr. Wilson? That's right. Hey, this is Lucas Truss. Lucas Truss? Yeah, we met briefly. Wow. Uh, at the Adelphi. He bought himself an island. Uh, do you know where I live? Out in the middle of the Hudson. Built a fancy summer home. I'll have a boat waiting for you at 10. They picked you up in his boat? No, he's got a gardener. He was at the dock. Watch your step. Hmm, old black guy? No, he's not that old. They call me Shades. Shades? Shades Rod. Yeah. Well, this is the room. Huh. Is it the, uh, is the color? No, no, no. It's a wonderful color. If you like living in a room that's been painted Johnny Reb Ochre Yellow. Uh, Christy prefers colors like Martha Stewart Aztec Puce. Puce? Oh, puke. <laughs> Christy say Nicholas? Yeah. Just look at it. Doesn't it make your eyes itch? Well, it's, um, um, well, I, I brought some color samples. You mean the model? Luke buys this little fantasy island, builds his dream house, he hassles with that contractor to get every little detail perfect, and then... What is she doing there? He selects colors on the phone. That's and what, why what we does he have the on painter for the one here. Room that should be the most He'll repaint whatever you want. The walls, the ceiling, the floor, the furniture, me, you, you name it, all right? Well, I, I brought some color samples if you'd like to see them. You mean the same Christy St. Nichols that modeled those wet nipple clinging t-shirts in Sports Illustrated? Okay, when can you start? Oh, well, I could have a crew here by Monday. Get me on your crew, man! You are not going to have another crew here. You can be in houses. You get another bunch of guys here and I am leaving. You can fences, chicken coops, chicken. Like she doesn't want more workmen around. Woodwork, murals, toilet seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm what? like they're ogling me. One painter, that's it. Lime is not what I call my favorite color. I know it's all a matter of taste, but if you've ever seen a salesman wearing a lime polyester suit, you know what I mean. Lime is not something you wear, it's something you squeeze. And then she walked in, wearing a thigh-length lime chenille robe so casually tied around her waist it looked like at any moment it just might slip open. And I thought, you know, now that is a really tasty lime. What's she like? She seemed okay. She's not that sexy, right? You mean up close? Yeah, I... Yeah. 
How close did you get? We shook hands. Nice hands? Firm grip. Is she really that glamorous? Glamorous? No. Is she just pretty? Well, more like just healthy. Healthy? Yeah. That's all? Well, she has muscles. Muscles? Yeah, I'd say she sort of looks like, uh... <sighs> okay. Like a what? Like, like, uh... Goddess. Goddess. <laughs> she sort of reminds me of, um... Of? Oh, uh... Venus on the half shell. <laughs> but you said she wasn't gorgeous. I said she wasn't glamorous. <laughs> what was she doing? Lifting weights. Barbells? Dumbbells. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Was she wearing a t-shirt? Nope. Tank top. Hmm. No bra? Bra. Sweatpants? Nope. Shorts. Shorts. <laughs> White drawstring shorts. Ooh, I love drawstrings. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> what about her feet? Sandals? No, she's working out. Oh, yeah. Nikes, huh? That's a French show. And her legs? Ten. Long. How long? Yeah, almost. No. <laughs> She's tall. She's tall. Half of her is uh, all legs. All legs. Hey, you see that black car there? Where? On the other side of the river. Behind the trees? Yeah, they've been watching this place. Does Lucas know? Yeah, he sure does. Fence? Huh. I don't know. Mob? Hmm. Maybe. You know how Lucas Trust got his money? No. I don't know. I'm asking you. I heard he's a billionaire. He's not a billionaire. But he's worth a hundred million. I don't think so. Fifty? Doubt it. Ten? Yeah, could be. <laughs> myself another scotch and I thought about all the what-ifs that come with a classy dame like that. You know? What if things were different? What if I wasn't some cheap detective living in some sleazy novel? Thanks for lunch, Willie. Oh, oh God. You're trying I... to tell me something? No, I got distracted. I was sitting there waiting, you know. I got a call from Lucas Trust. The billionaire? Millionaire. He called you? Yeah, he wants me to repaint a room in his summer cottage. No, it's sort of a big, lavish summer cottage. How lavish? Like a small summer mansion. They couldn't kill a spirit. It's alive. Hey, Berkeley. They killed Abby. <laughs> but not his spirit. It's alive. It's in here, man. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I want you to keep this for me, man. Uh, what's in it? It's Abby's spirit. In this bag? Listen to him. Peace, brother. You didn't mention that model. Oh yeah, her. Oh yeah, her. I had gone to a cut above, that's Annie's salon. It was after closing. She said it was time for a haircut. She's Luke's girlfriend. Uh, is she pretty? Yeah, I guess. You said she was stunning. I never said that. You did? Ow! That's my ear. You said she was a knockout and a half. I never said that. 
You told Rick, and he told Selby. I didn't say she was stunning. I said she was sweating. Sweating? Ow! Yeah, she was lifting dumbbells. You are so full of crap. She was working out, and she was all sticky and sweaty. How do you know she was sticky? We shook hands. Well, make sure that's the only thing of yours she's going to grab and shake, Willie. <gasps> Annie. Now, you didn't tell me she was sticky. She was working out with weights. What'd she smell like? I didn't get that close. You shook hands. Do you tell Selby everything? Wouldn't you love to taste her soft? Her what? With the sweat between her breasts. I don't want to hear this. Slide your tongue right down across her tummy. Hey, hey, enough, huh? Every time I see her sweating, I don't want to think of your tongue. And then stop at her belly button and make funny sounds. <laughs> Is that what you do? And slip down her belly, down to where it just starts to get real. All right, all right, hey, that's it. That's enough. I I'm telling Selby. Whoa, hey, man. You don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you told her I said Christy was yeah. stunning, that she was a knockout and a half. Yeah, I might have embellished a little. I'm uh... not telling you anything anymore. No, no. No, don't cut me off. I won't say anything. Scout's honor. You weren't a scout. Well, I was in the army. Yeah. Okay. I've always had a fondness for lace. I like to feel it. I like looking through it like a sheer lace camisole. I remember that pucker lace top she wore, a scalloped two-toned stretched lace orchid. Yeah, the bra cups, they were what they call line for opacity. Now what the hell good is lace if you can't see through it? Back in the 70s, we did an album with Abby Hoffman. You know, the yippies. And it seemed appropriate that Berkeley Bob, a sort of old burnout hippie, would want Willie to hear some of Abby's political humor. So you'll hear a couple minutes of Abby that were taken from the LP he did here at CBS. The story continues on. In fact, it's over two hours, but I'll play just one more episode. Why didn't he have Rocco repaint it? What do you mean? Rocco Construction, they built this little mansion. Why didn't they repaint it? Oh, Berkeley Bob. Come on in, my man. They won't let him in here. No. Hey, BB, want a cup of coffee? Sumatra? No. French? No. Mocha Java? Okay. Okay. Turn up, my man. Berkeley Bob never left the 60s. He was one of Saratoga's few true derelicts. He wasn't welcome in most places. He was a little smelly. Willie, how you doing, man? Ah, yeah, fine, how's Berkeley? Uh, it's all coming back, man. That's good. Oh, no, no, man, that's not good. The 60s? Fascism. Oh. Started with Reagan, Zap. He removed the rules. Men of corporations, man. We got corporate fascism. They're screwing the whole world, you know? Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. I think it's yeah. just... Yeah, hey, we didn't have homeless, like, you know. You know, Reagan, 
cut the money to the nut houses. They turned people out into the streets. Down in the city, you used to see old derelicts waving their arms, talking to themselves. And then one day, man, there's kids walking around the East Village, talking out loud to themselves, just nuts, man. Ray guns, zap, dumped them on the streets. I was one of them. Did you know that? You told me. Yeah, yeah, listen. Listen, can, can, can you spare something? Oh, yeah. You know, my stomach's a mess, man. <laughs> I'm a mess. Sure, man, here. Hello, Willie. Hey, Christy. We'll see you Monday. Hey. Hey, Willie. Hey, hey. Can you spare a little something? Oh, yeah. Here you go. Oh, yeah. Thank you, ma'am. And you, man, can you spare something? Sorry. No spare change, man. Change? No one wants change. They say they want it, but when it comes, they don't want it. Christy and Luke got in his Ferrari and drove off. And then Rick came out with coffee for Berkeley Bob. Man, that was one fine, foxy chick. Who's that? I'll bet she could be a Playboy bunny. Who's he talking about? Christy St. Nichols. What, here? She gave me five bucks, man. She was here? Yeah, she and Lucas. They're gone, man. Where? Drove off into the rising moon, man. Oh. Thanks for the coffee, Mr. Rick. Yeah, sure. The tomato in the cherry red stretch satin capri slid off her bar stool and came sauntering my way. I could hear the soft swish of satin, the soothing sound of her thighs rubbing together as she strolled by. Hello? Uh, is this Willie? That's right. That's me, Shades. What's up? Uh, my car won't start this morning. You need a lift? Yeah, I need a ride to Luke's Island. Where do you live? Off of Grand and Oak, between Walnut and Elm. Do you know where that is? Well, that's just north of Ash and east of Birch. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's the yellow house in the uh, south side. All right, I'll swing around in a few minutes. That area of Washington, Grand, Birch, Ash, Walnut, Oak, Elm was once the black section of town. Saratoga was unique for upstate towns because it had a black community. Some came as servants in the 1800s, the early 1900s, when the rich spent their summers up here. Others came to work at the racetrack. Some of them liked Saratoga, and they just stayed on. I pulled up to the house and knocked on the door. Good morning, Willie. Yeah. Good morning, Shades. Okay, you guys, be good. And Sylvester, you leave Swedenberg alone, all right? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. I drove my trusty Toyota pickup out to Luke's dock. He has a barge on a cable that he uses to haul the heavy stuff back and forth to his island. I had a couple of ladders, tarps, brushes, rollers, and paint. Want some coffee, Willie? Yeah, I can use it. I could hear Luke's voice. He seemed a little disturbed. After a few minutes, he got pretty agitated. I never eavesdrop on any private conversations. Besides, I couldn't quite make out what he was saying. Your coffee. Oh, thanks. Hey, are you from around here? No, California. Really? San Francisco, really. I'm from Los Angeles. Really? Yeah, now I live in New York. I travel a lot. I model. Do you? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a funny way to make a living. Yeah, why's that? 
oh, you know, it's it's make believe, it's playing with people's fantasies. You know what I mean? Mm, not really. No. Well, okay. Wait, hold, look at this. Victoria's Secret. No, I never posed for them. But do you find these models enticing? Uh, yeah, a little. What's your first impression? Um, gee, uh, um, nice bodies. And? Tans, nice tans. Yeah, no scars, no freckles, blemishes, blotches, blue veins. Beautiful skin. Beautiful skin. Yeah, yeah and perfect tans. Perfect. If, if you look, you'll see every model has exactly the same tan. Hmm, you're right. And I every pose is a come on. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> guess it is. And how often have women posed like that for you? Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> Are you married? No. You have a girlfriend? Yeah. Does she ever pose like this? No. <laughs> well, she's not exactly proportioned the same, you know. Uh, yeah. Are all her blemishes airbrushed out and computer enhanced? No. But she's really pretty. Oh, what's her name? Annie. Yeah, she runs the cut above a salon down in Saratoga. Oh, yeah. Yeah, haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she'd understand what I'm talking about. So, what do we have? 30 years of women's lib, and here's where we are? You sound like Annie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I do isn't that much different. I am a goddess. Well, I agree with that. <laughs> hey, listen, I have to go down to New York. When? Tonight. Oh, that sucks. I was thinking of her, the way she dressed. Leaning against that classic Woody DeSoto coupe, wearing a stretch white t-shirt and indigo cargo pants. I remember the sound of her Velcro pockets as she'd slide her hand in, searching for the keys. I can still see the drawstring tied in a neat bow just below her belly button. I drove Shades back to his place after work. You need a ride tomorrow? I guess probably so. I mean, yes? Well, it's an old car. I think they hand make the parts. It takes them forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that night, Annie and I went out for an evening stroll down Broadway. So, how's work? Fine. Is she modeling any t-shirts for you? No, she likes to walk around topless. <laughs> In your dreams. You'd like her. Uh, why? Well, she thinks modeling is a funny way to make a living. Why? It's make-believe, it's playing with people's fantasies. She really said that. Hey, Willie, my man. Annie, how you doing? Hi, Annie. Hi, Selby. Have a seat. Oh, that tells me you're painting a house owned by some New York supermodel. Well, it's not her place. It's that rich guy, Lucas Trust. Oh, what's the view like out there, Willie? It's pretty. <laughs> I'll bet it is. Today, things were a little tense. Oh. This morning there was a car parked along the river. A couple of guys with binoculars were watching the house. Ooh, the feds? I don't know. And then this afternoon, Luke got a phone call that really shook him up. You didn't tell me this. Where did he get all his money? Nobody knows. Is he a gangster? Well, something's going on. So tell me, how's Christy St. Nichols? She's okay. She's okay. <laughs> Willie says she's just a nice, regular sort of girl next door. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Hey, 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 white boy Rick. And Willie. Selby. Hey. Hi, How you doing, Brooklyn Bob? How's it going? Yep, cool. Always cool. Did you a cup of mochajava? 
Yeah. Uh, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you want to sit with us? Uh, no, no, no. You, you know, I, no, no. I, hey, Willie. So what do you think of Abby, huh? Right on, huh? Well, you know, I've been busy. I'm sorry, Berkeley. No, I, no, no, I, no, 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 no. That's that's cool. Abby, Abby Hoffman? Yeah, yeah. He was special, you know. He loved this country, man. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, can I speak to Abby, please? Sure. Abby. Yeah. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that uh, the crusade of the United States is to rule the world with supply and demand charts. Do you uh, concur yeah. with that analysis? Yeah, Basically, yeah Xeroxed what? ones, yeah. Yeah. It's to Xerox the whole world, that's her aim. Yeah. Go ahead. Hello, Abby? Yeah, go ahead, man. Lady. Whatever your name is. Yeah. I like Abby. She <laughs> went to the hospital. She 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 the hospital. She went to 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 and he hates. And you know, you're a very stupid Jew. You know that? Alright, that's right. And I'm a structural steel construction worker. And I'm gonna put the brain up. I see you on your strength. Get it done on the bitch. The next morning. I had a chance to read a couple more pages of Short Talk Detroit. I opened the door and I stepped inside. I was feeling for the light switch when I heard the soft swish of gabardine like an arm being raised. I started to swing around and that's when I caught the sap right behind my left ear. Oh, my knees bent. The last thing I remembered was, relax, you're not going nowhere. Oh. That was a good place to break. Next week, I'll play a couple more episodes from Saratoga Fat Cats, and over the next few weeks, you'll have a chance to hear the whole story, along with a few other things I've done with uh, my friend Fritz. So that's it for now. This is Meatball Fulton. By the way, I wrote the story. So, Oh, check out our website, zbs.org. There are a lot of stories there. zbs.org.